You know, I've been talking oh. to you for over a year now. Oh, you've been talking to me for, what, 40 years now? Oh, God. Oh, Stop it already. Oh, man. Jeez. Um, but I mean, I wake up and I those go, Scott, shut out. up, and it's not even there. <laughs> so those people out in, in interlocking land, inter Infobon land. Um, Infobon news. Nobody remembers the, the anybody calling the internet the Infobon. I guarantee you that. But remember, it was the info. Who would do such a dumb thing? You and me. <laughs> but Point not taken. just us. Other people were calling it the Infobon Super Highway. I'm sure they were. Yep. It was a takeoff on the Autobahn. But when you think about it, the Infobon means the information highway. Yep. So the Infobon Super Highway is the information highway super highway. What? Yeah. That's kind of like the Sahara Desert. And? Hey, look, it's the desert desert. Because Sahara means desert in some language? Yeah. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I saw that. it in a movie once. Oh, okay. It's just, pretty sure that Ryan Reynolds said it, so it had to be true. Was Matthew McConaughey in that movie? No, I'm pretty sure it was Ryan Reynolds. Was it? Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. In any case, here's the deal. Well, he plays the same person in every movie, except for one. Right. Right. And I love that person because I think he's hilarious. He and in Safe House, he was still fun. Yeah. But... Every other character is dead. Is the guy you see on Deadpool, the guy you see on oh, yeah. Project, the guy you see on everything he's ever done. Well, except for the mid-mobile nope, there's commercials. one more. There's one other. What? Safe House was a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Because there he played a junior CIA guy. Yep. But he did one with, with silver-haired British lady. She's an icon, Helen Mirren. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, was it the lady in gold? Don't know. Haven't seen it. Something like that. If you... <laughs> I'll look, look for up, it. Look for filmography. Yeah. And Helen Mirren, it's something like The Lady in Gold. Okay. Where he plays a young attorney. Okay. Way over his head. Mm-hmm. Trying to get his client's World War II booty back. I have seen that one. He is exceptional in that. that. All right. He's terrific. I mean, admittedly, Helen Mirren makes everybody look good when she's a... If she just wouldn't talk politics, she'd be perfect. <laughs> In any case, anyway, to make an intro, was even, you were, oh yeah, you were doing teasing. Yeah. This see? is a tease. Good God, man. This is longer than the whole show. What are you thinking? I don't know. Please like subscribe and follow this is true. Really news and have everybody in the world do so as well. Yep. This is true. Really news with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. I really think we should just say thanks and be gone because that tease was forever. <laughs> just do your stories. Got, I've got two we, shorties. We got that. <laughs> I got two short stories. Shortish. Two stories. shotties. Two shortish. 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 Shortish stories. I can't even. I can't dance. A Hang on. I will Are save us me? because my my our third story. We hope. Is a really sweetheart story from the golf world again, no less. Oh, yay. Where was I? Oh, yes. Thomas Eugene Colucci of Spring Hills, Florida. This is not a golf story, but he's obviously Tom. a Florida man. Wasn't quite sure that the methamphetamine he purchased from a man he met at an area bar was a real deal, according to Fox 13 TV. He needed verification, did he? Let me just tell you that if you're wondering about your methamphetamine and it's being reported on Fox 13, you're an idiot. So he called. Who do you call when you need to know something? Please. What number do you dial? 911. To ask authorities to test his stash, please. <laughs> I don't know if this is any good. 
if you've ever seen the call, this mm-hmm. is not it. <laughs> this is Halle Berry would grow bored with the story. <laughs> Colucci told the Hernando County Sheriff's Office that as an experienced meth user, he knew what it should feel like and handed two small baggies over to a deputy. He wanted officials to put the person in trouble who sold him the drugs. Of course, he couldn't really provide any name or contact information. (laughs) His name was Bruiser. LaRue deputies did test the (laughs) substance. Yes. Oddly enough. Yeah. It was meth. Oh, just crappy meth. They arrested Colucci. Yeah, but, well, I would do. Maybe he's just had a little too much of it through the years. <laughs> I think that's likely. Probable. A couple was strolling along a coastal path with their spaniel Henry when he bounded off Hang the other on. day. As I'm strolling through the coastal path one day with Henry in tow, they say. Go ahead. When he bounded off. And I can't. Okay. Rhyme. You're, the musician. You're the musical magician. And I can't even think of a word to rhyme there. I saw Alice Cooper recently and I'd had that. <laughs> the owners couldn't locate Henry and a rescue team was called in. They searched with drones for a couple hours. No success for a dog. Yeah. For Henry. Well, when there was no sign you. of Henry the next day, his owners feared the worst. So, However, so you have to wait. What's 49 years before you declare a dog dead? <laughs> 24 hours, 48 hours, whatever. No, over the next we're day, talking if it's seven years for oh, a human seven being. Seven years. For, yeah. Wow. Then it is 49 for dogs. Get them while you're young. Uh, when there was no sign of Henry the next day, his owners feared the worst. However, the next day, locals, the day after that, I should say, the locals reported a barking dog in Boss Castle, Cornwall. It's near Florida if you're on the moon. Rescuers fi- is near Florida, about that far. <laughs> Rescuers found Henry 20 feet down a fissure near here where he was last seen. So, yeah, it's like, what the heck? A cliff technician was sent in to retrieve Henry. A cliff technician? Cliff tech, that's what they call him. Is that a climber? I suppose. Well, we're probably with the fire department. Okay. So anyway, um, a lot of fires on cliffs. He went down there (laughs) with half a sausage roll and some treats for himself or the dog, because they learned from the other dogs that gotten lost sausage works. Well, dude, (laughs) at least the past few times we've done it. You bring bacon. I'd be there. Took about a half fall in that for bacon. (laughs) Couple eggs will toast. Come out. I'm good. Have you ever seen the one or the sheep that's caught in a little crevice next to the road and a guy is struggling to get it out, gets it out. The sheep runs off, jumps, and drops right into it again. <laughs> it was just anyway. It took, sheep is it took, stupid. It took about a half hour to wrangle the pups to safety, much to the joy of his people. <sighs> okay, I got to do a funner, a nice story for a change. Okay, do it again from the world of golf. If you if you follow golf at all, Bubba Watson and his longtime caddy Ted Scott, and I mean long time, they've been together fifteen years. Well, um, Watson had won, I don't know, 10 PGA tour events, a couple of masters titles in that run. He really did have a career, didn't he? <laughs> and they, and they, he's saying he's still playing. He just, he's not as, he can't get the consistency like he used to, mm. which might be explainable here coming up. <laughs> and they had, I mean, there were some spectacular on the course, shall we say tense moments. Okay. There were some dust ups people knew of, okay. but still 15 years in, and they were still going strong. So last September, Right. Last fall, Watson announced the two of them were going their separate ways. So Scott, of course, the caddy, 
now to look for a job. So he decided, well, I mean, Tom, Bubba already hired Gabe Sauer. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to go? So he ended up caddying for Scotty Scheffler. Scotty, of course, has won four tournaments this year and is the world number one. He did win the last <laughs> Masters. So he landed on his hooves. Yeah. Watson, Watson emphasized his love and gratitude for Scott when he announced their separation in September, but didn't really talk about it until after this year's Masters, won by Scott's golfer, Scotty Scheffler. He said, I have no regrets. I don't think he does either. He said, he's made more money now without me. He said, I mean, come on. Scheffler's had a spring people don't even dream of because it's stupid. No one would buy it in Hollywood. Exactly. He said he needed 10 more years. And I haven't told anybody, but I had some struggles this offseason. Wrote a book about some of them, wrist injuries, um, something. What's a PRP? I don't I I've heard no that idea. used before, but it. So I called him. I told him, I said, look, man, I'm 43 years old. Wrist is bugging me. Don't know what I'm going to be doing. It's like, and he said, he really needs 10 more years, right? To make sure he's got his family and things set up. And I I gave my fellow a nice retirement package when we split up, Yep. but we split up mutually. It was an agreement thing. Yep. Watson said he and Scott are still friends. They still text each other. They still hang out. They all play a practice round or two together now and again, but his own unknowns prevented him from committing to Scott. Okay. Oh, I see yeah. where he's going with this. Come on. In the world of professional sports, who does that? A little heart. Yeah. A little actual caring for someone. Yeah. Watson said he's thrilled that Scott not only has a lucrative new gig with Scheffler, but the Scheffler, whom he also considers a friend, yep. will have a chance to learn from Scott like he did. Nice. Yeah. Scott so Scotty. said, I made the cut at the Masters. Wrist is feeling a little better. I'm okay. Nice. Very good. I hope he does. Yeah. Well. I. You know what? I've always liked Bubba for two reasons. John Daly reason was the one. Yep. When you interview Bubba, he will talk to you. He will not give you canned answers. Tiger is probably the best of that. Yep. Phil is probably the most. Mickelson is the scariest of that. <laughs> okay. You're not really when you, normally right in, in in the media. One should never ask a question. One does not put the answer sure of the answer to. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. And with Phil, it's a crapshoot. <laughs> but a lot of the other golfers oh, I hit the ball well I don't know all right Tiger at the Masters right mm-hmm. 78 Shoot, hitting the ball well but just not putting well for Tiger yeah. nope. and wow. somebody asked him so what happened out there today I hit way too many putts <laughs> <laughs> sounds like me on the course thank you I figure if he shot a 78 at Augusta I'd still be out there yeah, right and I'd, I'd need about 72 golf balls if not more, luckily the pro shop is there at the, at the I can get at the beginning, you can pick them up at the, the last nine. I, yeah. You know, yeah. I like it. Maybe, maybe 78 <laughs> labels and signs and signs and signs and labels. And I never really thought of this before, but yeah, it must've been true. You know, if we made a list of all the things we never really thought of, it'd be everything. It'd be, why don't we just make a list of the things we thought of? <laughs> Cause it'd be nothing. There you are. The first person to hear a parrot talk was probably not okay for several <laughs> days. <laughs> and wondering who the hell is Polly? <laughs> <laughs> and who are you calling Cracker? And who do you tell? Yeah, right. And how do you the, tell them? The bird talked to me. No, it didn't. No, dude, I swear to God, you see the bird with the, you got the cool fle- the feathers? Yep. He talks. Well, duh, every all the out birds talk. No, man, I mean he talks. He English. talks. He spoke to me. 
I do what do you say? My- he said demons were coming. <laughs> I do all my own stunts. Never intentionally. Copy that. The, the owner or the owner, the inventor of the doorbell did not own a dog. Copy that too. What are you thinking? Right. Have you ever, I've had one dog of all the dogs we've been around. I've owned one dog that did not get up and start barking. This dog was 86 pounds. He just got up and stood by the door. Yeah, but he couldn't really bark, could he? Oh, shadow? Yeah. Oh. Wasn't he a Malamute? Didn't he yeah, basically he just go, rawr, 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 yeah, the, oh, no. His woofs were, oh, oh, oh. Unless it's two in the morning and he wanted to come in. Uh, okay, don't give me that look, all of you. <laughs> What is he's a Malamute. Yeah. He would like to sleep outdoors. And one morning, about two thirty, three o'clock, he decided, no, I had no. I want to come in. And I woke up because I heard a woof, mm-hmm. a low guttural woof. One. Okay. Just one. And he knew you'd hear him. I he apparently did. Didn't hear a second one. Got up. I said, What the hell? What's going you know, on with you, boy? I look out the front door, you know, open yeah, it's winter. Open the front door. He's standing there looking at me, go. All right, come on in. Yeah, about goes in, lays by, goes over. He's laying in snow and ice. Yep. For hours. Mm-hmm. Decides he needs to come in. Woof. Where does he lay? Right over the heating vent. Oh, there you go. Wanted to get warm. Uh, this was not a dumb dog. <laughs> when bees move into a new hive, do they have a house swarming party? You should just. And finally, they should take away your birthday for that. I started a dating site for chicken. And no, they have a hive swarming party, idiot. It's not my day job. I do it to make hens meet. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.